This episode of Geek Loves Nerd is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. So go over there, check it out, DrawYouAPicture.com. See what I've done for others and see what I can do for you. Also brought to you by GoDaddy.com, where the code PODNAME121 can save you on your next domain name. Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since 1996. Geek Loves Nerd. Hi, how you doing out there, folks? This is Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since 1996. Show number 49, brought to you the week of June 18th, not 19th, 2009. We almost have 50 shows. My name is James. I'm the geek. My name's Jen. I'm the nerd, and I'm sorry. <laughs> we almost have 50 shows. It's amazing. It is. It took us long enough. It did. Should have got it done in less than a year. Hmm. But we've been podcasting, like, for a long time. Yeah, a long, long How many time. jugs of milk? I'm u- yeah, I'm used to measuring things since we have preschoolers in units of time not recognized by most people. Mm. Like when you try to explain to Jenna what five minutes is or 20 minutes, you'll say, you know, one tigger and poo. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh, or four, four Higley's. Oh, <laughs> the, the, five the Sesame Street yeah, episode. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. that would be five hours. The the Higley is not recognized uh, globally. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not really. But uh, so I wondered, you know, could as adults, could we measure things in gallons of milk and loaves of bread mm. and gallons of or, or uh, fill ups at the gas station? That all occurs about once a week. Yeah, all those things. Mm-hmm. So we could just say weekly. Or we just could say, we missed you guys because we haven't seen you in a gallon of milk and a loaf of bread. <laughs> that would be two weeks. <laughs> no, we you don't eat bread and then drink milk week two. Oh, you can yeah. eat them both at the same time. So it would be one week. Yeah. But it would still be one week if you just said a loaf of bread. Why is the air conditioner on? Because I turned it up. I didn't turn it off because I didn't want the kids to get too hot. Okay, I understand. I'm sorry, do you want to pause? No, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, well, anyway, uh, this is a show uh, where Jen and I just talk about stuff, especially to do with marriage and kids. And every now and then we talk about uh, our air conditioner coming on. Mm-hmm. But uh, today's episode is sponsored also not just by DrawYourPicture.com and GoDaddy, uh, but also by Dean from australia so thanks dean once again our eternal geek loves nerd sponsor if you like i think dean has a pet dingo i just wanted to tell you that okay you can think whatever you want well he's from australia that's right that's right thank you for that um but uh you can sponsor your own show for only five dollars go to geeklovesnerd.com click on sponsor a show and watch out weekly update time what you got home homie um we got a new we got new phones the other day. Oh, a couple, yeah. About a week ago. Yeah. Anyway, I got a BlackBerry for I like know. 50 bucks. It's so funny because you would poop your pants every time you had to borrow my Treo. Yeah. And that this thing, one's easier to use in your Treo. Not though. 
No. It is. No. I can. I know how to make a call. It's just not that hard. <laughs> it wasn't that hard on the palm. Oh, it was hard for me. Boo. It's the same technique. Anyway, I can get on the internet. I really like it. Yeah. But um, I have to say, I was at World's Fun with your daughter the other day. Mm-hmm. And she's riding rides. And, of course, Snoopy. We, we always go to Camp Snoopy. It's the kids' area there. Right. And uh, she rides all the little rides. Well, anyway, Snoopy walks around with his friends, which I don't really like. Why? Why does he walk around? No, why don't you like it? Because, um... Is he dirty? No, I just... Uh, those you things said are they don't creepy. wash him. Well, I always wonder if they wash those costumes and all those sweaty kids well, are hugging you, on You Snoopy. called him Poopy Snoopy. I never called him Poopy Snoopy, <laughs> big fat liar. Um, anyway, let me finish my story. Okay, sorry. So, they're so I around. had my phone out because I was checking email or I was on Facebook or something while Jenna was riding rides. Well, then Jenna runs over to Snoopy, so I'm walking by. And Snoopy, Snoopy tries to give me a hug. Ooh. And so much like that. But on top of that, I think Snoopy was trying to steal my Blackberry. <laughs> I saw it in his eyes. Really? Yeah, I think so. So I just wanted to put that out there. If you have a Blackberry and you're near a Snoopy, watch out. It, it, it is possible that Snoopy is being held captive because I have not seen any of the other characters, specifically Linus or Woodstock. And so... No, Woodstock I've never seen, but Linus I see often. Oh, really? Yeah, I see Lucy, and then there's somebody else. I don't remember. Well, there goes my theory. Mm. Snoopy's just gone to pot. But Woodstock, I don't know. But I guess because he'd have to be smaller than the other characters, so maybe that would be hard to pull off. Yeah, it would be. Man, let's talk about that for the whole show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, anyway, do you have more? N- not not anything in addition to that. But mm. today, um, you'll remember this, Jen, but uh, Jenna, Jenna's... Uh, Jenna hasn't been feeling well. She's been a little congested and stuff. And so um, I gave her some Benadryl this morning to help her out. And uh, I had commented to Jen. I'd said, you know, this is going to make her sleepy. And so I give her the medicine. And I and after I was over, I said, have fun sleeping. <laughs> well, I go back to doing what I was doing. And we start hearing Jenna crying in her <laughs> Which room. Which is not unusual. She cries all the it's time. It's a phase but... <laughs> she's going through right now. It's not all the time. It's just this week. Because she's been run ragging. Thank you. Um, But anywho, she's crying there. I go in there and check. She's in her bed, snugged up. And I'm like, what in the world? And then it hits me. When I said half fun sleeping. (laughs) She thought you were sending her to bed. She took me so literally. And she went and got in her bed. (laughs) So I was like, sweetie, you don't have to sleep. Get up. She's such a good girl. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She was not happy about it, though. I bet not. So yeah, um, tell the folks real quick um, how you how to spell Snoopy. <laughs> In the show notes, it says Snoppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's two O's, not two P's. But wow, like, that's really big. I like Snoppy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's actually the how you would sn- spell if you were like a Snoopy person. <laughs> Like you snooped in stuff often. Uh, like Snopes. Like Snopes. <laughs> uh, tell, tell the folks about uh, the coupon monster lady at Walmart just now. Uh, so um, we just got done at Walmart. Anyway, my Walmart trips are a big old ordeal um, because we're trying to save money, as is our topic today. Yep. But um, so I use these ads. Um, Walmart will honor any competitors ads Mm -hmm. even Snopees and they will also honor coupons of course or coupons and I use both and would you stop sorry you mess up I will stoop I'm gonna quit (laughs) sorry go ahead now I understand Trevor 
It's too hard. Anyway, um, so this lady, so in the ad, they had strawberries that were 16 ounces in the ad, <laughs> and the strawberries that I bought were a pound. And the lady's like, no, these strawberries aren't the same. It has to be a pound, not 16 ounces. <laughs> I just looked at him thinking, and I said, isn't a pound 16 ounces? And I'm thinking, is it? Am I confused? Did I forget my measurements? Mm. And then, so she, so we finally get to the coupons, and um, it wouldn't take the coupon for this item that I'd bought. Yeah, I actually walked up at that point. And it was the, the exact same item, and there was even a picture of the item on the coupon. Well, anyway, on the coupon it said that the yogurt, it was yogurt, had to be 32 ounces. And on the package of yogurt, it said two pounds. Two pounds. And she's like, no, this isn't the same thing. It's different. I was like, isn't 32 ounces two pounds? She just looked at me like I was crazy. But she didn't end up giving it to me. But it was not without a lot of argument. It was 55 cents, she argued. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, she was ridiculous. At first, she would say stuff like, you did not buy this. And then she made me pull the items out to see them for the coupon. I never had to do that before. They're already bagged and everything. Anyway. Ugh. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was Later on, though, she Jen would constantly prove that she had the item, in it, and it moved from, you did not buy this, to, I don't think you bought this, did you? And then, again, she would say, um, uh, did you buy this? <laughs> and then the last time it was, you bought this, didn't you? <laughs> so she changed her tone over time, but yeah. yeah, it was ridiculous. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump into our main topic. We're going to talk about getting out of debt or the attempt to or the concept of in uh, just a few seconds. Hey, everyone. My name is Michael Masick, and I am the host of a brand new podcast entitled The iPhone Spotlight. Some of y'all might remember me from my old podcast, The Weekly Murloc. Well, this show is completely different. Instead of talking about murlocs or gnomes, we will be discussing anything and everything iPhone and iPod Touch related. So please, come by today and check us out online at iPhoneSpotlight.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com slash iPhoneSpotlight. All right, we're back, and uh, our main topic today is Snoopy. I hate how you keep saying that. Whoa, I didn't mean to. I meant to say debt. We're going to talk about debt. Okay. So, um, what what the deal is? The reason why we brought this on is because uh, a lady uh, emailed us last week, and let me read her email. Dear James and Jen, uh, my life had been going smoothly for a while, or rather, as smoothly as being a single parent can go, up until I got a notice that my wages had been garnished and that my credit card debt was higher than I could accumulate between child support and a high school teacher's salary. James once said you helped him get out of debt. I would like to hear that story in addition to any tips you have to offer. Pray for us, and I'm going to leave it anonymous. Um, so I think we addressed this last time. Jen helped me get out of a small amount of debt. Okay? Yeah, it was about $400, I think. It now, was, back then. Yeah, it was a big, huge deal yeah. to us. Yeah. But um, And I don't even remember how. I think we just started paying on it. Yep, that's all we did. But uh, we are, you know, we're grownups now, and we understand uh, what it's like to be in debt. I, I know what it's like to have pe- you know, people calling you at work and, and hounding you and harassing you, being afraid to answer the phone. I think to this day, that's why I still freak out when the doorbell rings. Because mm, I, I think it, I think it's the collectors. 
It's just a salesman. It's always a salesman. Or it's some ding and ditch kid. Mm-hmm. But, that happens uh, too. Lately. It does. It does. Uh, but anywho, um, we Jen and I had the benefit of having some older friends around us before we got married. And these folks had debt. They yeah, had a house. They Huh? I said a lot of it. Yeah. Sorry. They had a house and cars and, and, you know, everything looked great on the outside. But when you got to talking to them... Lots of debt, lots of credit card bills and all this kind of stuff. And Jen and I made a decision early on that we weren't going to be those folks. We weren't going to do that. And though we have had debt in, in you know, over time, most of the big purchases we've made have been um, without uh, debt. Yeah, specifically, I mean, when we first got married, it was a big deal. We wanted furniture, and it seemed like everybody else got new furniture and stuff. But we did. We waited, and we paid cash for every bit of our furniture. We paid cash for all of our electronics. We bought most of our early furniture out of parking lots and and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> Garage yeah. sales. Yeah. The stuff people were was giving away. Yeah, a spindle. Like a spindle. A, from a cable, like where they put cable on on the side of the road. It wasn't that bad, but... Mm. I wanted to put our bed up on concrete blocks one yeah, time. Yeah, and I completely refused. What's wrong so with that? My, my Every house I lived in <laughs> I was on concrete blocks up until... And you were really grateful for that because otherwise you would have been straight on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. So, yeah. I mean, uh, why would I mind a bed on concrete blocks if my entire home mm-hmm. had been supporting to them? Anywho, uh, but yeah, we... we um, we did without couches, even in our new home, for a long time. Yeah, we sat on a futon. We sl- we bought our 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 king size. Well, yeah, we slept on a futon mattress mm-hmm. until we saved up for a king size bed. But when I say bed, I mean the box springs and the mattress. And then we slept on that uh, forever until we bought our bedroom furniture. Yeah, probably like three years. Well, I was saying to the futon that you owned before we got married became our couch. Yeah. We didn't actually have living room furniture. That's true. That's it was true. just a futon and that was it. We yeah. only recently threw that junk away, that thing. We still, we replaced the mattress since then, but mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the rest of it's gone. But, um, point being, obviously the best way to stay out of debt is never to get into it in the first place. And I think, you know, debt is one of those things that is not mandatory. It isn't. Now, no, in our culture, that sounds ridiculous. We're taught to get good credit. We're taught to pay off bills and, and to have a credit card and just put stuff on it, pay it off monthly, build up credit, build up credit. Um, you know, I, I guess I used to agree with that, but I don't anymore. And, and now to say we have no debt, we do. We do have debt. Yes, we um, do. We have a car payment and we have a second mortgage on our house that was taken at the time we bought the house to help with some repairs. And then we have the house. Uh, we do not have any credit card bills. We have, uh, we, we don't have any second car payments. Um, so, you know, we're not bad off, but we do have some debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything else is, you know, in here is ours. It's awesome junk. It's rad. It's so wonderful. Why do you keep saying that? Because I don't like our television, but it's paid oh, for. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering what you were getting at. <laughs> I want a flat panel monitor. Or monitor. You have a flat panel monitor, actually. You have two of them. Yeah. It'd be cool to have a flat panel monitor. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's talk about debt a little bit. I mean, most people have lots of credit card bills. And, and the reason why I say credit's not necessary is because a lot of the stuff we get in debt over um, typically is things that we buy to impress people we don't like. Um, whether they say spend money we don't have, 
to buy things we don't need to impress people we don't like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the American dream used to be something awesome. I think nowadays it's more about keeping up. It's, it's about outward appearance rather than what's really going on inside. And we see these people that have nice cars and nice clothes and nice houses. And, um, it's not necessarily the case. I mean, Jen, I was more blown away and realized this was the truth. When we went to look at houses, we'd go to these nice neighborhoods that looked so great on the outside, you'd walk in the house and the house was just trash. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, like, especially the foreclosures, yeah, yeah. But but even other ones, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, people don't live like they appear. They do is yeah. my point. But but we buy the mask. Um, I think that's why most people don't want to work with kids. I work. I'm a children's pastor. I work with children. They don't want to work with kids because kids are the only group of people on the in the in the face of the earth that won't play that game and the game is this that i wear a mask and you wear a mask we're adults and i'll pretend that your mask is really you if you pretend mine is it's a deal we make with each other mm-hmm. children don't play that game no they see you for what you they are and do. they're not afraid to call it they out. don't even know not to yeah and i think that's why a lot of people shy away from children that's why they're scared of them mm-hmm. because they're hiding something they're afraid of what is going to be seen underneath they're afraid it's going to hurt and the way to do that with grown-ups is to is to reinforce that mask with by spending money that we don't have. And so that's not necessary. That's a heart condition, people. It's a heart condition. It's something that you need to take care of between you and your God, um, preferably the God of Abraham, Abraham Isaac, <laughs> and Snoopy. But um, <laughs> said I'm sorry. Every week I'm going to find a word that gets on your nerves and say it. Last week it was redonkulous. <laughs> Which has now become part of our vernacular. No, it hasn't. I hate it still. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like three times this week. I say it in hopes that it will annoy you. It, it doesn't makes work. makes me smile. <laughs> oh, boo, I won't say it's it It's the anymore. raddest thing ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so. But yeah, I totally agree that, you know, I, and I think it, it can be, even for me, I realize that money was, or spending money even though we don't have a lot of debt and we've been pretty good with it. But, you know, even having a credit card is a type of security. It's like if everything goes away, I've got this this credit card that can save me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think that's just pretty common. Or you feel like what would people, you know, you're so worried about what people think. What would people think if I drove an old car? What would people think if I didn't live, you know, as nice? Or what would people think if I couldn't afford to go out to eat when they did, you know? Right, and, right. That's big. I I don't want to paint everybody with the same brush. I understand sometimes debt comes because you didn't know better. And let's talk about student loans, you know, for instance. Mm-hmm. And then other times, hard times come. You know, people get sick. They're involved in a car accident. They get laid off from work. All of those things happen and emergencies do arise. So, you know, don't be getting mad at the podcast and shouting at us and saying, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't buy hats. I <laughs> lost my hand. Well, yeah, I've heard it called hardship debt. You know, debt debt that basically... Ooh, did you make that up? No, I think I heard it from Dave Ramsey. <laughs> it's a hardship. But, yeah, basically debt that comes out of just... You don't have the money to pay for things that come up that have to get fixed, like mm-hmm. home repairs and car repairs. Speaking of Dave Ramsey, we um we I had been listening to his radio show for quite a while. If you don't know who Dave Ramsey is... He is a um, money debt get out of debt guru type dude, and um, he's he's a genius to be honest. 
uh, especially about money and stuff. He happens to be a Christian, and he goes around and speaks all around the country. Does a live radio show, like I said, where people call in with their questions and stuff, and he answers them. And it's usually about financial stuff, about investing, and all this kind of thing. I'm not someone that easily jumps on bandwagons, and you know, the the word guru scares me for more than one reason. <laughs> it's fun to say though, guru, but uh, he he's the real deal. And I, as I was listening to him, I, I you know, somebody's the real deal when they don't have any tricks. When they don't have a get-rich-quick or get-out-of-debt-quick scheme, when they don't talk about all these different things that sound too good to be true, everything he says was hard. And if, yeah. if, if Nothing there, gave you a warm fuzzy. No, <laughs> not a darn thing. And if there's anything I know about real stuff, real stuff rarely does that, especially when you're talking about God stuff. I often joke that I love God, don't really like him all the time. <laughs> Because everything he answers and everything he wants me to do is the hardest thing in the world. I'll be praying, Lord, this person offended me, and I want you to destroy him. Okay, <laughs> just do that for me. It'll be awesome. Okay, thanks. And I'll try to hang up before he talks back. But then later he just he just gives me this impression, James, you just need to go up and you need to apologize and you need to let it go and you, you, you. And it's so unfair and it's so wrong and it's so hard, but it's exactly what... I need to do and I've oh, just so when I see something like that from a from a radio guy where you know he's not talking talk about cheating taxes and laying and you know da 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 when he's talking about selling cars and houses to get out of debt I mm -hmm. knew you know, it was something to listen to well anyway um, I'd been mentioning it to the Jen to the Jen for a while and Jen's like no we don't need that I'm perfect I'm awesome. Wow, I don't recall saying that, but no, it, it's just the vibe. It's just the vibe. Wow. So, uh, but but long story short, Jen and I just drove back and forth from Rockford, Illinois, and we got the book on tape and listened to all thirteen chapters all the way there, and then listened to re-listened to parts of it on the way back, and we just kind of wanted to give an informal review. His book is called Seven Quick Tips to Get Out of Debt Tomorrow." No, I'm kidding. It's not. Um, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. <laughs> Tomorrow we're debt free. Rob a bank. Step two. Rob another bank. <laughs> Step three. Hide. <laughs> Step four. Uh, no, what's it called? Get at, uh, the money. Total money makeover. Thank okay, you. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Either. By Dave Ramsey. It's a book or an audio book. Um, it's good stuff. Good stuff. It's, he he has seven steps, and. Um, you know, I was, I was, as we were listening to it, I was thinking, you know, Jen and I are in pretty good shape. We don't have a lot of, we don't have any debt. That's kind of what I would have said before. We don't have any debt but the car and the house, you know, no big deal. So we were going to listen to it, you know, and just be all high and mighty. But, um, I, and I was thinking, how many I steps? I didn't have that plan. Really? <laughs> no, didn't? I didn't really think we were doing that good. Oh, wow. The, so the you... debt we have has always bothered me. So, Well, I, I'm thinking, you know, out of seven steps, I didn't know what any of them were. But I'm thinking, he calls them baby steps. I said, you know, we're probably going to end up at like step five where we got to start pedaling. You know, like when you're coasting mm -hmm. down a hill and then it, it tapers off, you got to start pedaling again. I'm like, we're going to be in step four, step five. No, step two. We made step two. <laughs> the only thing not we even, have is step one. Not even of. past step two. We made <laughs> it two step two yes. and then we had to stop and and that's because this and i ain't giving anything away i've heard the man himself talk about it on on of all things a commercial for something else so uh you know you, please don't take this as the only source and and real advice or any of that kind of stuff disclaimer 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 but step one is basically save up a thousand bucks of an emergency fund 
for an emergency fund. And his, and his idea is uh, save it up as fast as humanly possible because if you start step two and something goes awry, you're going to stop paying off debt. You're going to deal with this issue. You're going to be behind, blah, blah, blah. So you save up a thousand bucks. And his theory is too that if you have this money, probably nothing's going to happen. Yeah, it's an interesting theory. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. And if you believe in, in, in uh, you know, evil, uh, a.k.a. Satan, um, it sounds so dumb say, using his name, but anywho, I believe that there is a God and I believe there's somebody that hates me just as much as God loves me. And I believe that when I leave myself open for attack, I get smack laid down on me, okay? It's just reality. Some people call it Murphy. I call him Satan. The, <laughs> the Satan. And... um. So yeah, it's not no, it's not fun jacking with somebody when they're prepared. So that's the theory, anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love what he his I love his concepts on on uh, his biblical concepts on debt. The Bible is very clear that you're not supposed to be a debtor or someone that is in uh, that that gives or bought, lends money to somebody else because you become the slave to that person. And anybody in debt knows you're a slave. You're a slave. It's horrible. It's terrible. Um, so in the, in, in the Bible, you know, God's clear. He doesn't want us to do that to somebody else. Giving somebody money, you know, that's, that's your prerogative, but lending, uh, the Bible says neither a lender nor a borrower be. So whether you believe or not, it's good wisdom. Makes sense. Um, but, uh, step two apparently is pay off your debt. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) Starting with the smallest amount, the smallest total pay that off and then you, he calls it the snowball effect when you you pay off as much as you can on that one debt you pay minimum payments on the rest of it but you pay off as much as you can on that one and then you roll all of those payments you don't stop paying you keep paying on to the next debt and then when you get that one done you roll all of those payments so you're not making any less payments as you pay off stuff now um, and that's where we screwed up before because we paid off a car before we paid off another car and we should have just rolled those payments into the other one. But the way we were thinking at the time, let's save this money. Mm-hmm. Let's save it as if we're still paying it. Let's save it. And that didn't happen. It got woven right into our main income. But if we had had to send that junk out, yeah, you know, well, it did go out. It just would have gone out to something worthwhile. So we got stuck at step two. And that's where we'll be for a while. <laughs> yeah. Step two is a big step. I don't know how he gets off calling it a baby step. So, um, like I said, we've got these two main debts. Uh, just, just to let you know, I think step six is paying off your house. <laughs> so, yeah, he's not impractical. And he doesn't even, and even certain home equity loans, he doesn't even include in the step two. But in our case, he yeah. threw out some rules with home equity loans, some and in concepts. our case, we should we should go ahead and try to pay off ours. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do after we finish with the car. And he did say even, like, with a vehicle, if you have a vehicle loan that you can't pay off within the next two years, you should sell that vehicle. Yep. Get rid of it. Um, in our case, we, we should be able to pay it off within two years. Well, he so talked about doing it. drastic things to get out of debt, to mm-hmm. make a heart change, and to sell things, to, um, to, to get out of debt as soon as possible, rolling every spare cent. He talked about making a budget. And here's the concept I liked. He didn't talk about making a budget overall. He talked about making a budget every month. Mm-hmm. And that's huge because we've tried that a hundred times and every month is so different. It is. And then when things come up, you can compensate for them. And, yeah. And, uh, and you can plan for birthdays and plan for holidays and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. So we, we, um, we're, we're trying. 
we're going to try to do this and uh, we're going to get really, we're getting very intense about it. Jen's already been cutting coupons. She's been doing that for a long time, but um, you know, we're talking about just rolling as much spare cash. Oh, in his budget, what he talked about is every dime down to the cent needs to be accounted for needs to be and everything extra goes toward the debt, Mm -hmm. everything. And um, so it's, it's very intense. He but, had a, he had a good line that he said too. He said, "If you don't tell your money where to go, it will leave." Yeah, and anybody that's anybody knows that is absolutely true. It is because you, look, you your, look back and you're like, "Where'd all my money go? Where what is happened? it going?" Yeah, actively. Yeah. What's going Another on? thing he, he kept saying over and over is, "You live like nobody else now, so that later you can live like nobody else," and and that's really what this is all about. Credit allows us to have immediate gratification, but it hides a dirty secret on the other side. Yeah, because I think he threw out there, like, I don't know, if you have, like, 16000 or 30000 worth of credit card debt, it'll take you 30 years to pay it off or something if you keep paying the minimum payment. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's completely accurate. But, but I know, I mean, at 20% interest, it ta- and the minimum payment hardly covers much more than interest, it would be a long time. Well, in, in Ameri- the American economy is set up to get you in debt. One of the great examples, and it's real close to my heart because I work around some of these places, are these ghetto car lots, these, mm-hmm. these tote-the-note car places. And what they do is they prey on people and they what apparently what they do is they sell the car um the, the down payment that the person puts on the car is the price they paid for the car and so that's why they can afford to risk quote unquote and then the person pay makes some payments and that's just gravy coming in on top mm-hmm. of it for the dealer and then if they miss a payment they take the car back and then they sell it again for the what what the original down payment was, so much money, and they just keep selling the same fifty or sixty cars, and and the the part that hit me is that they you know say they're putting five six hundred dollars down payment or even a thousand, they could have gone out on Craigslist, they could have gone out somewhere else, out to the country, get out of the city, whatever, and got a car, and walked away with no mm-hmm. debt, been done, yeah, and and own the car. But because of the trap of debt, the lie that says we've got to have it now, um, they're, they're stuck and then they, they, they get robbed and ripped off and it's ridiculous. Same thing with like payday loans, yeah. cash advance or any of those things. You pay a huge, you don't, you don't think of it because all you think about is getting the money right now, but you pay a huge fee, especially, you know, when you, when you figure it out interest wise, I think he said over a hundred percent interest mm. is what you're paying over the course of a year. If you consistently use something like this and I mean, just every dime you're borrowing, you're paying back times two. It's just insane. So yeah, a lot of those things are set up that way. You know, even credit cards with the minimum payment. And like I said before that, that barely covers the interest cost that you're incurring. So you, you might think, oh, I'm paying my credit card minimum payment, so I'm paying it off. You're going to be paying it off forever because you're paying such a small, small amount. So, Well, and, and it's that. It's, it, it's this, if you could just wait, if, if, if delayed gratification, if you could wait until, if, if you could ever just get to the point where you saved up for whatever it was and then bought it. There's no interest. There's no nothing. There's just that waiting period. Well, then you save up for the next thing. It's just you do it in advance instead of at the other side. You're spending your own money instead of somebody else's. 
and nobody can take it away from you and there's no drama there's no calls there's no nothing um it's just a it's a simple concept but it's one that's so alien in america it's so ridiculous how everything revolves around credit well and the other thing with credit that i i think it's is so easy to get caught up in is you don't even think about what you're spending all you think about is, oh, well, I won't have to pay it back for two years. Or, oh, my monthly payment will only be right. 30 bucks. Yeah, car, or, car dealers do that. What, what you know, they don't even tell you the price of the car or your interest what rate. You it's afford. what's your monthly payment. Yeah. But if you sit down and think, I am spending $20,000 on a car. Yeah, imagine, imagine having to come up with that cash. Imagine. That terrifies you. But signing a piece of paper. That says you will pay that plus. No big deal. Four or $5,000. Yeah, and I think definitely, you know, he talked about it, but you're going to spend so much more when you use credit. And I think we even we pay our credit. We have a credit card that we are about to get rid I of. I tore mine up. I don't. And have I'm about a credit to card. tear mine up too. But um, we have paid off every month. We don't carry the credit card debt. We have not carried credit card debt for ten years. We have not, you know, had any credit card debt. But. Um, and so I, I think this, but I still think this comes into play that you will spend more with credit than you would with um, cash because there's something about that physical cash leaving your hands that makes it that much harder to spend. It makes you think so hard about what you're going to purchase, mm-hmm. about what you're going to do. Especially and if you find the person on the bill attractive. <laughs> what? I don't, but a well-drawn <laughs> grant. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, what about people that are already in debt? What do we do? Um, I would, you know, obviously I would go get his book or, or somebody similar. Um, but just think, one thing he does go over and we kind of touched on it is just think really hard about what your spending habits are and why are they that way. Do a budget and figure out, are you spending more than you make? Right. Is more going out than you actually bring in? And the first step would be obviously to figure out how to equalize the two, that you don't spend more than you make. And most of the time, Jen and I are finding that even if you think you're doing great, you're, you still may be living above your wage. He, he has this slogan, act your wage. And, you know, not all of us can live the dream. Not all of us can have a fancy stuff and all this junk. Um, and, and, you know, America says we're entitled to it, but we're not. We're not. No. Could you imagine, Jen, if everybody paid cash for everything? There was no credit. Everybody would be driving some junkers. <laughs> well, yeah. We, we, but here's the thing. They put out new cars every year, mm-hmm. every single year. And there are people that have to own the new cars. No, if you can afford it straight up, then go for it. Whatever. Right. That's your prerogative. But why do they make cars every year? That is true because they want to keep selling them. Exactly. It's the same thing with, you know, the new everything, even like appliances. We should be changing appliances like every 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. But yet they, you know, sell them all the time, you know, well, all that kind of stuff. Even stinking Gillette razors. My gosh, how much more technologically advanced <laughs> can true. we get? They, they sell you the, the handle and they sell you the razors, okay? You're supposed, the theory is you're supposed to be able to have the handle and replace the razors, but mm-hmm. they keep adding blades to it. Yeah. So that you have to buy a new handle. Toothpaste. Toothpaste is new and improved. It's got a cap. It's got a pump. It's got this. It's got that. It's like, you know, for 50 to 100 years, they just put out toothpaste. 
Now we've got wintergreen and chocolate mint and, and toothpaste that sings to you and has crunchies in it and all these different kinds of stuff. It's ridiculous. The most ridiculous thing is Raisin Bran. I blame Raisin Bran for the whole really? thing. They Why? do Because they started this mess way, way back when we were kids. What did Two they scoops do? of raisins. Now even more raisins. They have been saying that every year. Now even more. Now even more. <laughs> Even more raisins. There are going to be nothing but raisins in Raisin Bran. You don't even eat Raisin Bran. I have on occasion. On occasion, but not often. And I have not counted my raisins, but I have a theory that they're lying and the scoops are not getting bigger. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even like raisins. I'm just saying, they constantly reinvented themselves, but at least it was the same. More yeah. raisins. And I don't more. think they raised their price for the raisins. No, the boxes are getting thinner. They yeah. don't change the face of it. They shrink the width. Yeah. The did depth. you notice um, you used to get a gallon of ice cream. Now you get a quart and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Same and I didn't price. even notice that. That's happened fairly Sneaky recently. Sneaky. Yeah. Evil. It's America. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they got us over a hook. And uh, it's, it's, it's terrible. They've told us what we need, what we have to have, brand name, everything. We um, do. We need it. And single servings of everything. It, it's too much trouble to cut it up yourself. Mm-hmm. It um, is. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what it is. But but we can get out of the trap and we can tell, we can live the life that we're supposed to or we can live the life we've been told we're supposed to live. And I, I choose the I choose the first thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be accountable for every penny that goes through my hand. And I want to make sure I've got a good answer for it. I want to make sure that my life was not hindered because of the money that God allowed to go through my life. Um, I want to make sure that I've done the right thing with it. I've been a good steward. And I do believe there's a concept that if you are faithful with little, then you will be made master over much. It just makes sense. In your job, you do a good job with a small job, they'll give you a better job. A bigger job, more responsibilities. And if you prove yourself in that, they'll do the same thing and they'll keep, that's just how you move up. Some, and that's secretly the American dream. That's what it was all about. But now it's become, let's not do the work. Let's just look like we're mm-hmm. successful. Let's enjoy all the benefits of success. Yeah. Whether we have the money to or not. So I don't know. I, it's like whitewashed tombs. Or they, you know, it looks beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, dead man's bones. Don't look at me like that. It's a Bible thing. You wouldn't understand. Oh, my gosh. Even. Wow. It's the last time I marry an unsaved woman. Mm. Let that be a warning to all the people out there. So. Don't uh, marry me. Getting out of debt, though, you know, look at your life. Get a budget. Start start paying off that smallest debt. It gives you a quick win. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just roll it over and roll it over and roll it over. I do suggest that book before you do anything drastic, though. Um, we, we've got a friend that's talking about moving out of her house and renting and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know. I don't know. That scares me because she's in a house. And then she's going to go rent. At least in the house, she's got money going to an investment. With mm-hmm. rent, it's just thrown away. So And you end up paying the same sometimes. Yeah, and he answers all those kinds of things. But, you know, look around and see, see if, I don't know, check it out. Check it out. Dave Ramsey has a radio show and most uh, radio stations, AM dial, um, and then the books and uh, live stuff. Maybe a local – they also do something called Financial Peace University, and it's usually at somebody's local church. So look around, and you ain't even got to be a part of their church most of the time. And you can just sneak in there, eat their sandwiches, get their news, reject their God, and leave. Oh, my gosh. It's cool. 
It's the raddest thing ever. You can do it. I believe in you. All right. I'm going to have a lot of answering to do in heaven. I got a feeling. Yeah, you are. You were so casual, James. I knew that would come back to bite you. So so it's going to take us a long time to get out of debt. Like three years. Yep. Maybe but then more. after that, it's it frees up all that money. And if I get a job, then that'll help. We're going to talk about that next week. Are we really? Yes, we are. We're going to have a conversation huh. about a change in our life. So don't give it away. I'm sorry. Sorry, people. No, nah, it just makes the people want to come back next yeah. week. Yeah, we've had a we've had. It's more than just the change, though. It's the it's again about the heart, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk to the men out there, especially since Father's Day is rolling around. So next Thursday, strap on your seatbelts and get ready to take a wild and crazy ride <laughs> with James and Jen. With James and Jen. Why isn't it called the James and Jen Show or the Jen and James Show? Because the Jen and Dave Show is already taken. Mm, but you're not Dave. You're. I know, but that's really like a total ripoff. It's because the my name. My name was the most common name in the entire decade of the whole 80s. There's so many Jennifers out there. None are as beautiful and as lovely as you. Oh, thank you. So, hey, real quick, in the way of news, mm-hmm. um, if you go to Geek Loves Nerd, it used to be that you just all you could really expect was a weekly podcast, if that. But ever since, I don't know, late last week, excuse me for that, that came out of my guts. Um, ever since late last week, I have uh, been writing daily articles and concepts and stuff and ideas on parenting. And, and I, like I've got an article called 10 Ways to Do Father's Day Right. And it's just an advice column for ladies about what, what will really mean a lot to men. It's kind of a hint for me. Kind of gives me ideas Jen what to do Jen is very Day. suspicious by I nature. I am always suspicious. I always worry that I'm not doing what I should be doing. Really? I do. You worry about that. Like you're secretly upset with me. Wow. I know. It's When's crazy. the first time you ever felt that way, Jen? <laughs> Let's go back. In your Last past. week. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm very happy. And Jen, Jen, uh, Jen knows it now. Because uh, I wrote an article on That's there. That's right, you did. T- uh, 25 random reasons that I love my wife. Or random things that I love about my wife. And it's a great article. <laughs> It's on the top 10 must-read list in Jennifer's library. That's right. Um, we don't have any Ask Jen questions today, which is an awesome, awesome break for me. Do you have any questions for me? I do. What? Um, what am I getting for Father's Day? Can't tell you. You know what? I got to tell you. What? Oh, no. Jenna was down here. Oh, it was so sweet. It was so sweet. She was talking about the present and the surprise and, and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and I can't tell you... About your tie. <laughs> and she puts her hand over her mouth and quick like anything. All I said was, what? My what? And she goes, did you hear? And I was like, hear what? You were talking about my present. What did you say? I missed the last part. Say it again. No. So, it was the sweetest thing ever. My heart just ripped a little bit. Because I did that. I did that as a child. Mm, oh, told. man. I was so excited. And my, I was getting, uh, I was making my mom a, um, a, a, an apron out of a dish towel and some mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was telling her, and she's like, "Why do you need it?" I'm like, "I can't tell you, cause blah blah blah. blah. We're gonna make an apron. It's gonna be so awesome and all this." She goes, "A what?" I'm like, "We're gonna make an apron." And I started crying and burst out of the room. Aww. And it was horrible. It just broke my heart. So when she spilled the beans there, 
I, I fixed it. I got to do it again. <laughs> and that is probably one of the greatest things about being a parent is you get those moments. And it's like I tell my kids, especially when I was working with teenagers, you get two chances to have a great family. The first one you had no control over. But the second time you have every bit of control in the world. So set your life up to where you can fix those things and give your kids a whole new reason, whole new reasons to hate you later. Yeah, exactly. You know? But uh, anyway, we do have some V-mails. So uh, this is in reference to episode 48, the last episode that we did. And it was on uh, how to fight with your spouse. And it was really fun. Jen and I practiced a lot this week. Kidding. Hey, James and Jen. This episode really hit home for me. Everything you said was my relationship with my husband. So thanks so much for sharing your relationship and coping mechanisms. Keep up the podcast, Stacy, a.k.a. Recipe Card. So thanks, Recipe Card. Uh, even Trevor, my co-host on Nobody's Listening, said he listened to Geek Loves Nerd recently, and uh, it was hilarious. He says, you know, I always think of you as this dorky guy on Nobody's Listening, and he says, I listen to your show, and now I have to, I have to respect him because <laughs> he liked the advice. So that's cool. Hmm. Uh, Jen's real impressed. Thank you. I'm so impressed. You're reading chat. I wasn't reading chat. I was reading. I will throw I things at you. I, I have a coaster made out of marble. And that thing will hurt. Whoosh. It's not real marble, is it? It probably isn't. But we can test and find out. <laughs> we can I'll hit check. you with something we know is marble, and then I'll throw this at you, and we'll see. <laughs> you can tell me. What's the difference? Um, sent from Stacy's phone. Hi. What's up, peeps and homies? Stacy's iPhone. Yeah. First, I have to say that I love Geek Loves Nerd. It speaks to me on so many different levels. Hi. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. <laughs> no, the other one was sent from Stacy's iPhone. Oh, my bad. Okay, I got you. This one's from Shana. Sorry. First, I have to say that I love Geek Loves Nerd. It speaks to me on many different levels. In fact, your show, starting with episode one and going forward, has become a staple in my house. Ouch. <laughs> a state. <laughs> a shrink. Uh, okay, a stape is a stamp in our house because my my daughter, I don't know if we've told this before, and a shrink is a shrimp because she yeah. can't say shrimp. <laughs> it's a shrink. It's a shrink. It's awesome. Which is actually a lot harder to say than shrimp. I but. love the word shrink. <laughs> it's like a string drink. Because she was eating them. We had them one night. She's I like, this. I love these shrinks. <laughs> They're so yummy. Well, just the time I tried to figure out what a stape was. Oh, it's tape and a stamp mixed together. <laughs> it's tape. It's awesome. Okay. We, the old roommate, and I listen to your show while we redecorate our dining room. Uh, we think you're hilarious. However, because I'm starting at the beginning, I'm a wee bit behind on things. So I just finished listening to episode 12, Easter Magic. And I have to jump in here and defend my craft. First and foremost, I am a geek. I'm also Mario-loving, Zelda-following, Twitter-obsessed, podcast-having. My sister is a ninja geek. But also, I knit. I love to knit. Knitting is fun and relaxing for me. I knit more than just hats and sweaters. In fact, I am working on some Pac-Man tribute socks as we speak. Get me a pair, please. Knitting isn't totally weird. There are thousands of people in the world who do it. Also, it's not hard. Children in Sweden learn to knit as early as second grade. Heck, if second graders can do it, anyone can. Okay, I'm going to jump off my hand-knit soapbox now. Love the show. Please keep up the good work, Shana. Um, I don't remember what we said about uh, knitters, but I don't think I said they were weird. I think you just said that you can't be a knitting geek. Yeah. I, I would guess that's what and you And I said. would agree. I would still say that. You can be a knitter, but geek has been spread too thin. Mm. And I even did a series of comics that I need to continue on things that people may be obsessed with, but that doesn't necessarily make them a geek. 
Yeah. And one of those, for instance, is high school musical geek. You can't be a tanning geek. You can't be a farming geek. You can't be a lawn geek. I'm sorry. I make the rules. And that's... Can you be an accounting geek? No. Mm. No, no, no. Can you be a Twitter geek? You can be a geek who uses Twitter. But what if all you want to use is Twitter? Then you're an idiot. <laughs> okay. You have no life. All right. You yeah, just you, upset all your Twitter followers. No, no. All you use is Twitter. You spend $50 <laughs> on broadband so you can Twitter. Sorry. You can tweet. Tweet. Retweet. It's time for us to get out of here before my wife's head explodes. She's used more geek lingo in the last five seconds than <laughs> she has in her entire life. So tune in next week when we talk about divorce. and man uh, and Star Wars. <laughs> And uh, Mario and uh, I'm just You're repeating out. stuff off the email. I'm throwing out some geek. No, I'm looking at around your room. I'm throwing out some geek. Oh, oh we'll keep going then. Oh. Tell the people how cool I am. Metal awesome. lunchboxes with like Darth Vader on them. No, oh. that's Gremlins, Return of the Jedi, and the oh. Mickey Mouse Club. Anyway, uh, closing stuff. It's time to get out of here. Geeklovesnerd.com. That's the website. Check it out for daily articles and uh, podcasts and forums and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, email us your questions for Jennifer. Uh, put subject line geek, uh, Ask Jen. Send that to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Also, any comments, questions, feedback, uh, show topics that you'd like to hear us talk on, geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Or you can call them in before we lose the phone number. If we don't use it once every 30 days, they take it away. 206 600 Please call. 5704. Until next time, Jen, I loved you. I loved you like the mighty dolphin. I loved you like the mighty Snoopy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yeah. messed it up, too. That's awesome. <laughs> mighty Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>